Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the nimble nonconformist himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Pink hoodies, The Open Bell podcast, helpful blogs, videos, and pink hoodies. These are just a few of the contributions being made by the World Trumpet Federation. If you're not thinking WTF every time you pick up your horn, you're doing it wrong. And look, we're just trying to carry on the legacy of our inspiration, Anton Weidinger. We're all trying to do the good work that it takes to make your trumpeting life better. And just as Anton predicted, the WTF is your one resource for the truth about trumpet. And of course, pink hoodies. Just go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com or email us at theopenbell at gmail.com for your direct access to all the goodness the WTF has to offer. And by Dylan Music. 732-634-3399 is the magic number when you need anything trumpet, trumpet-related, or trumpet-adjacent. Just pick up the phone and call the boys at Dylan Music. Jim McCombs is standing by waiting to help you with all of your trumpet questions. Not sure how to start the conversation? Try something like, Brother Jim, the boys at the Open Bell sent me. If he immediately hangs up, call back, disguise your voice, and then ask your question. But hey, it's worth a shot. And if you need some custom mouthpiece work, golf advice, or a great new recipe, Perry Sutton is standing by to help as well. Of course, we still highly recommend getting yourself to Woodbridge, New Jersey and seeing Dylan Music for yourself. You will not be sorry, and in addition to our celebrity cornet concierges, you may run into other trumpet royalty on any given day. Fun. Of course, you can always just go to www.dylanmusic.com to get the answers you seek and the gear you want. And don't forget the promo code OPENBELL5 for you to get 5% off of all your accessories. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to name, nail, and navigate information that should be a no-brainer for named and nameless trumpeters from far and near. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by ChopSaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling, inventor, entrepreneur, and superhero. Superhero? Now you respect me because I'm a threat. That's the way it works. (laughs) Turns out there are a lot of people, whole countries who want respect, and they'll pay through the nose to get it. How do you think I got rich? Invented ChopSaver, and now I have a lip (laughs) treatment that only I can defeat. And when I unleash it, I'll get... Go, oh, you sly dog. You got me monologuing. Got him monologuing. It. <laughs> it's cool, huh? Zero point energy. I saved the yeah. best inventions for myself. Am I good enough now? Who's super now? I'm this Dan speech. Gosling, your nemesis. This speech and, is incredible. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> this speech is incredible. Oh, there you damn. go. You got it. Oh, my gosh. You got you me got monologuing. Me monologuing is brilliant, by the <laughs> Thank way. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to use that super promo code. Bell promo to get 15% off your order. It's an incredible promo code. It is incredible. Promo promo code. Code. Go to www.chopsaver.com today. I got to get some. I'm out. Oh, that's like, so out, funny. Out. That's so funny. I was. I realized I was on my last two because I reached into my case when one and home and I went and looked and oh, got on, ordered, boom, a couple days later, right here at my house. Bang, bang. Yep. Great it's, customer service. It's fast. Fast. 
No, I went ahead and bought two quick. two sixes, one of the uh, regular and one of the SPF as we're heading it's into summer. summer. All SPF. It's all SPF summer. all the time. I don't understand why yeah, vary. What's going on? Because uh, I want You both. don't want They're SPF both in the winter? Well, I, I don't want There's SPF sun in the I'm winter too, inside. you know, right? Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are I'm, You guys forget that I'm one of the great endorsement of our time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you forget that part. No, you are. Yeah. That is yeah. definitely true. Yeah. Uh, you don't believe in camping since we've invented hotels, right? Is that what you're Since we invented indoors. In, indoors, yeah. That's what he said. Just that's hotels. Why we invented the indoors. Camping. Uh, ridiculous. All right, Brian. Speaking of camping. I love camping. <laughs> yeah, we know you do. So ridiculous. Uh, what do you got for us? My favorite time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a couple of things. You guys are on no, the No, that's later. This is warming up. <laughs> no, no, we're warming up. We're still warming up. Yeah. yeah. So um I uh you guys know when you you've practiced a while, you know, a few months, a few years, and you go back to something that you've played before and maybe you found it a certain level of difficulty and you come back to it a few years later and you go, Wow, I'm a lot better than I was. Sure. Does that ha- happen to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this practicing thing is cool. We're we're doing this piece, this overture, this Glinka overture, Ruslan and Ludmilla. Sure. Um, super fast, like 16th notes all over the place. Easy. A few years mm-hmm. ago, we tried to play it. Play it. I was not on my teeth because it's not that hard, but like technically you fingers were and folding like origami was. It was difficult. Yeah. Last night, not so difficult. <laughs> So, it was kind of fun. So your contention is that smart practice works. It's a little weird. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but yeah, yeah. pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I do have, I do have one other thing. Uh, here <laughs> we is, go. So, no, it's like Bill. Wait, you know which one of these are we talking he just, about? He just wanted yes. to mention that. He didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's not what we were about talking about. That's not what we were talking about. That's the cornet thing. He was just so, going to mention that. You know how I'm kind of maniacal about intonation? and I just Kind of? Inton- yeah. yeah. Ironically, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You're the, so, t- you're the tuning police. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, um, so I have, a, I have, you know, I do play duets with my students and, you know, it's a check-in usually to, to see how they're doing as, you know, what the sounds they're making and, and how their pitch and time is working. And, you know, we usually have to talk about pitch a lot and uh, I have a student, let's call him, um, Trevor. Sure. Creative. Good yeah. Just for example, super creative. For example. Yeah. Um, super nice guy, jazz major studies mm-hmm. with me and John Barnes. And um, a couple of months ago, we played a duet, and I mean, his pitch was, well, he wasn't very concerned about it, <laughs> and so I was, I was very concerned about it. <laughs> so, so, um, so he was in today for for one of his makeup lessons. Um, we're at the end of the semester, but he's still around. He practices like a maniac, um, and he came in, and I said, hey, let's let's play a duet. You know, just pull open the Arben book. His pitch was killing mm-hmm. every note right down the middle. And I was like, so um, about your pitch? He goes, yeah, better, right? I said, yeah. He said, I've been stomping out the ripples. <laughs> stomping out the ripples. Yeah, he's been using a drone uh, on his, on his uh, that flow is studies. quite the phrase. I thought it there was great. There we go. That's almost like, a yeah, fancy. I'm going to have to use that. Stomping, stomping out, the ripples. out the ripples. Stomping out the ripples. That's the so, sequel to Stomping at the Savoy, I think. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Trevor, thanks for that. And uh, thanks for your pitch today in the duets. It was great. Yeah, Trevor, wow. whoever you really are. Yeah. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. Wow. Stomping Jasmine out the ripples. might know him. Yeah. Yeah. 
stomping well, out the ripples. If there was a Jasmine, she might know him. She might know him. Yeah. Right. All right, Joey, what do you have? I have this. So this past weekend was graduation here at Indiana University in our school oh, yes. of music. So Go Hoosiers. Congratulations. Like a, Go Hoosiers. Like a lot of places. You know, we do the big giant university graduation, the president's mm-hmm. there, you know, marking by school and the deans, have other people stand up. But, you know, that's not really all that personal. So we actually do one for the School of Music uh, at which our dean speaks. We uh, have a little award ceremony, a little couple of people talk. But then the students can come up on stage to hand a card with their name and major on it. Their name mm-hmm. is read aloud. As they walk across the stage, they shake hands with the dean and other people. You mean their name is butchered aloud? That's where we're headed. Oh, okay. (laughs) Normally, my (laughs) job as director of undergraduate studies is to Uh be at the end of the stage. And, you know, they they tell the students, hey, now you're going to join the Alumni Association. So I'm one of the last people to shake their hands and hand them an alumni pin. You're the pretty face yeah. at the end yeah. of the line. Well, of course. Yeah. The yeah. curve this, appeal, as it this were. This doesn't happen yeah. by accident. You, know, you got to look good. <laughs> get a team involved here. So the day the day before, I get a text <laughs> from uh, one of our people that helps organize this and says, so our executive associate, Dean, seems to be sick. Uh, we might need you to read names. And my immediate oh, wow. thought was, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So I show up. They said it was probably food poisoning. So we show up the next day. I'm thinking, well, food poisoning that usually clears in about yeah, a day. 24 he'll, hours. He'll be fine. So I, I, you know, go through the morning. We do the whole university thing and the football stadium thing, and it's, all of it's fine. Get over to the school of music. Walk in. So is he here? No. Sick as a dog. He won't be here. You're reading names. You're reading. And all I thought was, you know, I am, I, we talk about this a lot, right? I, I'm fairly confident. I know I, I don't really worry about too much stuff. Absolutely nervous for this. This oh, actually, wow. this was what I want to talk about. It's like <laughs> what to do when, because there's not a lot in trumpet playing that makes me nervous. I've gotten to do right. a lot of really, really cool things. You know, yeah. like what was that a, a year and a half ago where I like sight read the St. Louis Symphony concert with no rehearsal, not even really seeing the part much. I'm like, all right, this will be cool. Let's go do this. I wasn't <laughs> nervous. Um, and that was here in Bloomington in front of all my colleagues. Now I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, like, you know, not just <laughs> making awesome. sure it, it, are these the right names, but we have a large international population. So oh. a lot of a lot of names in, you know, from countries from which I am not familiar with these languages or, or speech patterns. So I'm nice. thinking, oh, I'm about to just mangle a whole bunch of names. So. <laughs> Awesome. Normally, there are two of us doing this. You know, they just alternate. The kids walk up, they hand us a card on, on which is supposed to be written their name and spelled out phonetically. So nice. what I've learned is college students are not great at phonetics. I learned that. <laughs> uh, the hard way. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, you know, okay. So there's two of us, and usually, you know, maybe there's, there may be, you know, under 200 people. And we're in our musical arts center, which is our large opera hall, which seats a little about 1,500 people. Right. And, and usually... The first four rows, maybe, are students. Two and a half, three rows, maybe. Um, and then the, the floor is kind of, you know, where the, all the people and the parents and families and friends are. Yep. So I look in. It's packed. <laughs> like the, the musical arts center is, is... And now you're, is, you're sweating. ...is full, <laughs> and there are eight rows of students. They said, Ooh. yeah, we're looking like there might be about 400 of our students here today. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Now, did you, uh, I want to know, did you lift your glasses up every time you had to read one of these cards, or did, were you able to hold it far enough away from your face to see it? No, I, I, no. If, I, if it's far away, I need my glasses. Glasses are right. far away from me, so I just took them off because I'm just oh, going to be together. reading a card. No glasses. No, I don't wow. need the glasses to be reading them right in front of my face. 
Plus, it blurred out the audience, and then you weren't as nervous. Well, the audience mm-hmm. isn't what making me nervous. It's the act of doing something for which I am ill-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, and I, I don't want. But, I don't want. I don't want to ruin this for any of the students that are like, "Hey, this is my moment. Get my name right. announced." And, so how'd you wow, do? Wow, that's not close at all. I I think I did uh, uh, fine. I, I think I did okay. There were a couple of names that even phonetically, as we do alternate, so there's always someone speaking. And I had the student lean in. I said, "Please say this. Just say this into my ear." Okay, say that one more time. And then I was just trying to repeat what I just heard. Right. right. You know, so, you know, I, I did so my did best. So did you win? Did you uh, win at yeah, name did calling? You win? Let's get did, to it. Did the other person fold? Did you win? I, I will say this. <laughs> the other person uh, uh, who works in the School of Music as well. Let's uh, call them Craig Morris. <laughs> <laughs> No, her name her name's Melissa. Uh, oh, actually, okay. she's she's married to a trumpet player, so we like her. Um, okay. Her husband's a, a, a trumpet professor, actually. So she works in the School of Music, and she was the other person reading. When we were done, we were standing there just chatting for a second, and this uh, this man who is a father walked back in, and right there in front of the stage came up, got her attention, and then in the nastiest way I've ever seen said, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you mispronounced my son's first name, his last name, screwed up his major, and uh, he's pissed, and you ruined this whole thing for us, and then stormed out. Wow. And I wow. thought, wow, what a jerk. Yeah. You know, because here's much the thing. was riding on the pronunciation of the name. We, you know, we, we each just, you know, essentially read 200 names uh, that we didn't, I didn't even know I was going to be doing. Obviously, we're not trying to do anything wrong here. And obviously, we're not professionals, and obviously, we haven't really set this thing up and met with each student to go, let me make sure I've got your name right. We don't do that. So but you wow. definitely want... So, well, I didn't have any parents <laughs> yell at me. I, maybe they were well, just... I'm taller and scarier looking. You get maybe points for why. that. <laughs> but uh, I, I did find this like... Wow, that's interesting. When, I, I, thinking about the, the appropriateness of trying to do your best and, and then how people... What happens if that doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, certainly I'm sure... I screwed up a couple of them. I'm sh- I, there's no way I read 200 of those without making a mistake. I oh, yeah, hope that I hope that the students know. Yeah, I'm trying here. This is the best I could do under these circumstances. So that they were reaction, thinking that's closer than anybody else has ever gotten on the first try. <laughs> so the reaction of that particular parent left me as wildly inappropriate given the wow. circumstances. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough day. Yeah, but uh, you Oof. know, just that idea of, you know. Uh, I've had people say, you know, do you get nervous? And I'm like, playing trumpet? Not not really. So I found out what makes me nervous. That's pretty good. Yeah. Reading names. Reading names. I actually said I'd rather turn pages in a recital than go read 200 <laughs> Oh, names. no, 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 no. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that's that's the worst. That's the worst. You, yeah. you could bring that thing to its knees and not have played a note. Right, that's but see, I could actually bring 200 people to be angry at me this way. No, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. So that that's well, congratulations. You know, I, I, I gave up my best shot with that idea of there's where the yeah. nerves are. They do exist. They're in there. It's that uncomfortable situation. But hey, you do your best and you move on. All right, Bill, what do you yeah. got for us this evening? Well, by way of segue and introduction, uh, commencement weekend here as well at Messiah. Oh yes. And uh, we do the President's Brass, which All I think right. I've talked about on here, so we don't have to wear regalia, you know. And uh, so students and uh, faculty mixed together playing in this group. And one of my alums. The, how many people in the group? Oh, it's like a double quintet. Nice. Okay. Yeah, like a double brass quintet. Uh, Maybe with a couple extra trumpets, just for fun. But uh, one of my former students who's in the Army band now, Mitch Weaver, his younger brother was graduating from Messiah, and Mitch came back and sat in the section. Excellent. Which was really cool to have him in the section. Very cool. Making him play all the hard stuff. 
Yeah. And I might see him in a couple weeks because he's down in North Carolina. He's with the 82nd Airborne. Oh, he's wow. Nice. He is. Yeah. That's the base he's at. Although he's going to be going to San Antonio. So hey, he's about now that. we're getting somewhere. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I might see him in a couple of weeks, which is really I really wanted to talk about because I mentioned before <laughs> that I'm going to be playing with the Asheville Symphony. That's correct. Next week. But West Side Story. What I, West Side Story. But I also I hadn't gotten the music yet. I just got the music and realized that the I, that I lost the headline here. Um, Bela Fleck is on this concert. <laughs> Are you going to be a Flecktone? I'm going to be a Flecktone. That is awesome. Thing. Yeah, we're doing the concerto for banjo and orchestra with Bela Fleck. Fantastic. Oh, my oh, gosh. So that's going to be such a cool concert. Oh, complete. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. That's a great show. So I, I didn't know that when I mentioned this last time we recorded. and uh, But, man, I'm a huge Bela Fleck fan. Like, I have oh, sure. forever. Yeah. He's it's fantastic. amazing. And there he's going to be right there. Wow. I'm sure but he'll want his picture game. with me and stuff. But oh, who you know, wouldn't? Probably. You yeah. Know. He can pay you for it. Could do that. Bill anyway. Stoneman, Flecktone. Flecktone. I'm going to add that to my resume. That's Yeah, that goes right to the top. Yeah, right on the CV. Him. Ask him. I'm going <laughs> to do like the, the uh, you know, Chris Blody thing. <laughs> see, see how that see how that lands. That hey, is this make me a Flecktone? Can I be a Flecktone now? That's dead pants. Nothing. No? Okay. Turns and walks away in stunned silence. This is head. banjo handler just shakes his head at me and then turns and walks away next. Yeah, yeah. that'd be you awesome. Know. It'll be great. All right, boys, it's game time. Oh boy! Oh no! It's time for the hundred dollar pedagogy pyramid. <laughs> Hashtag hundred dollar pedagogy pyramid. Anyway, I just texted. What is pedagogy? Yes. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I just texted both of you your lists. Okay. Your words that you have to make the other person say. Oh, no. Right. And, of course, this will all be time. This all have to do with pedagogy, with teaching, that kind of stuff, you know? Hashtag 100 Days of Pedagogy Pyramid. Right. There it is. Who wants to go first? Well, we're both going at the same time. You mean who's going to give or receive first? <laughs> That's a bad question. True. So you've already lost points. <laughs> I'm already down. Brian, you want to you want to um, you want to give or give, receive first? Yes. Brian will give first. first. Okay. Brian's giving first. All right. All right. He's giving. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> I got to set the timer. Joey, get your horn. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if I don't get any of these bills, Bill has to play double C. <laughs> I did talk to somebody today who said, love the podcast, need more double C's. <laughs> oh, it totally needs more double C's. If we get a sense our ratings are dropping at all, your horn's coming out. There Wait, we, go. we have ratings? Huge yes. ratings. Huge ratings. Huge. We're, we're big. We're yeah. big with the middle school bands up in District 10. There we go. We're almost out of sweatshirts, so I need to talk to you guys about that. Yeah, we so, are. We might have to yeah. put it in another order. We may have to run, have it do a second run. Yeah. So. Clint will be all oh. over that. And not too many people have asked for other colors. No, no. This like is the, the color. pink thing no, is the We've thing. done it right. That's the yeah. color. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's the three weeks of the Giro, right? Gotta yeah, hoist the colors. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Race for the pink. Yeah, yeah race, for the, race for the pink. That's these are my people. thing, but okay. Yeah, yeah these are my all people. Right. <laughs> all right, Brian, you're up. Okay, I'm, re- I'm ready. I've got 10 things in front of you. You need to make Joey say all of them. Wow. Okay. All right, so Joey, each week you give your students an 
something an assignment? That's right. Dang. At, the end of, at the end of the semester, every student has Jury? to play a, yep. Um, the one thing that you want to introduce to NABA, the last thing that everybody has to do. Uh, sight reading. That's exactly right. <laughs> the thing that Scott invented. The lip slur. <laughs> uh, very close. The sarcastic lip slur? The modern lip slur? The result of that, you now have, there you go. Yeah. The sultan of slur. That Scott invented. He's right on it. Nobody oh, knew what to do before no, that. No, I know. The, the things that Bill can't play. Uh, articulations? No. Tonguing? <laughs> this is a long list, Brian. You should be more careful. Sorry, should have been yeah. more narrowed You're going to have to be more. way more specific. Way more specific. <laughs> Things that he keeps sending us videos of him not being able to play. Pedal tones. <laughs> there you go. High notes, low notes, music. <laughs> <laughs> and all the notes in between. Wow. <laughs> okay. John Haney, was, and I'm out. It came out better than I thought. Uh, uh, <laughs> the thing that we always make fun out of, fun of, the consistency of uh, hashtag 100 days of practice there you go yeah. <laughs> bill's book uh 26 contemplative studies there you go shameless um, plug <laughs> right. um when you give a student um, a new piece you also tell them what to listen to that's called a recording yeah but there's a there's a word before that a certain type of recording um yes. you can find one of those desks in the library where you can go up and ask questions Information? <laughs> yes, but in the library, it's called something different than, uh, than the information. They, they don't have a valet is in the library. Uh, <laughs> reference recording. There you wow. go. Thank you very there much. You <laughs> that was painful. In, I like valet in, recording. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> it's way better. better. <laughs> um, in birds, Bill and I sat on the corner and we played. Flugelhorns. There you go. On the corner. <laughs> on the corners, by the way. Uh, yes, <laughs> there were two of them. Um, and in the in a brass band in the in the um, the uh, euphonium row, there are two euphoniums, this. and there's always there's also two tenor horns, alto horns. There are flugel horns, alto horns in the middle of the band with the flugel horn next to them, but between sitting between the flugel horn baritones, and the euphoniums. euphoniums. There you go. Thank hey, you very much. You I like well how you're done. just throwing me British brass band stuff. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I know I learned everything I've learned about British brass band has been on this podcast. We've been doing this for three years. You should know more. <laughs> I got it eventually. I just start naming instruments. Uh, are we out? Or is there more? Yeah. Well done. Nice work, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Those are good. All right. I did some good guessing there. It was first. Yeah, it was very really impressive. All over on those, yeah. Top of it. Yeah. You All will right. not be so lucky, I don't think, Jim. No, we're no, ready. This is going to be painful. All right. You're, you ready, Brian? <laughs> but, you know, Bill makes these hysterical, right? You ready? <laughs> for you giving these to me. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be best. All right. Are you ready to go? Yes. All right. Uh, if you meet once a week with your student, Tuesday at 2.30, it's for their lesson. Mm -hmm. And if you want to figure out how well you've been doing and education buzzword and to prove that you're doing what you're doing is. What? How do you how do you actually oh, show that assessment. you assessment? There it is. <laughs> and, and, word, if I made you, and if I made you play all of your majors and minors as a test, what would that be? A scale test. What's another name for test? I said test. Scale jury. Not quite. Just another name for scale test. exam. There exam. it is. Mm -hmm. uh, what is Bill's weakest fundamental? Articulation. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if we're talking about high notes and low notes, we're talking about 
range. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you get better? Practice. <laughs> uh, if I were using Caffarelli or Soxa, what am I practicing? In, uh, transposition. What's Bill's book title again? Uh, 26 contemplatives. That is shameless that we both have that. Wow. Oh, my God. Thank you for mentioning it, guys. That I really appreciate it. All right. So uh, people use a specific term when they're getting ready to play. What is that? Warming up. So what's the opposite when you're done playing? Warming down. There it is. Uh, and what's the dumbest way to spend money? On gadgets. There it is. <laughs> hey. Good wow. Job, that was boys. impressive. Well done. I'll get you there. Wow! Well that's done. Great. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That was too too fast for people to guess. They couldn't just guess at those. Duping you into, I'm just lulling you into a sense of security before the last episode of the season. <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe you had both of us name your book. Shameless. <laughs> no, I can totally I believe, believe that. What if I wanted I, to buy that book, Bill? Where would I be able to find that? Well, I mean, as long as we're talking about it, which was not, I didn't really want to talk about it, but uh, I guess it was worth mentioning to, at least. Just to well, mention it. WilliamStoman.com <laughs> would be the place to get it. And now, free if I'm shipping. really. I, I, <laughs> If I'm not far away and I don't want to pay for shipping, what happens then? Right. Well, it doesn't matter where you are. It's free shipping in the uh, in the United States. Free shipping. Yeah. Nice. And I just have to go to WilliamStoneman.com. Yeah. And you order it right there, and then I send it out to you. That's oh, the way man, it goes. That sounds like quite a yeah, deal. Geez, I didn't even realize it was on both lists. That's, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Quite the editor's uh, mistake. Quite the, quite the error. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. Bill anyway. called. I called during a lesson. I picked up the phone. He called during the lesson. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Teaching a lesson." He said, "I hope out of my book." So that was going to be immediately. I mean, <laughs> nice. I think it's a fair question. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Time for a couple things. do lots of teaching on this podcast or at least we try and we talk about a lot of things that are important to us the things we think should be important to all teachers but today i think we want to put a point on that and look ahead so that we can look back i think this is a healthy exercise for all educators and that is to consider your legacy when you look back on your career you call that a career (laughs) what will be your most significant contributions to your students and the discipline what do you think looking way down the road well, you not so far. Um, yeah, I can see it from here. <laughs> I can see it from my office. The are we talking just as teachers or as players, as both? What are we thinking about here? I'm thinking more about as teachers, like essentially what lives on in our students. But, um, you know, we could go however you want. All right. It could be what you're known for. It's wow. okay. Uh, yeah. I obviously have strong thoughts about this. I've given this a lot of thought. Shocking. Um, I know. <laughs> one, there are categories. I think, I think, it's, I think it's an important category. exercise. <laughs> but a potentially dangerous exercise, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, if you have a particularly good few years and everything's going great and you're thinking, I've done it, I've mastered teaching, you know, and then you start thinking, <laughs> you know, you, you can have that thought of, okay, I'm at, I'm at the top of the hill, now there's nowhere to go, you know? So it can be a little, it can be dangerous to try and assess in the moment. So I, sure. I think if you're considering your legacy, Exactly what you're saying is you don't want to think about now or think too much about the past. You actually want to be thinking about the future. Yes. Because if you get hung up in it, because for example, as a player, you know, um, I had a grad student a couple of years ago who was particularly frustrated and said, you know, but like, am I ever going to make it? And I said, listen, you know, you're young. This is, you shouldn't be worried about this. Well, what were you doing when you were 27 years old? 
And I said, mm. you don't want to ask these kind of questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 yes. I mean, you know, when I when I was 27, I was playing on Mainers Band. But it, it, there are people. Ding. Well, Ding. But there are people. If you if you look at this, like as a, as a trumpet player. So I come out of college, you know, and I was lucky enough to play in the Miller Band during college. Work at Disney a couple of summers. I get a job in the Army and a special band right out of that. I go do my master's and I'm out and I play with Mainers Band for a couple of years. Right. Okay, so now Ding. now I'm 28. So now what? Do I just quit because I've quote unquote made it? You've made it. Yeah, you're done. You don't have to do anything yeah. anymore. Totally made it. Put right. See, but if you look, if you're thinking that way, uh, that's dangerous. Yeah, I think this is more like when you look back, right? You want to look back and know that you did things well, or you did things a certain way, or that your students are still doing things the way you did. What are those? What are those important things? What was your Important work, right? That you and did. that's that's the exercise. The exercise is not right. okay. How much? Not how much have I done now, no. or how much do I need to do or check boxes? But okay, when I'm done, how would I? How would I like? Like if you want to, like the exercises teachers often have you do in elementary school when you're writing your own, you know, uh, um, eulogy. Obit- yeah, yeah, eulogy or obituary. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, sure. or obituary. Writing your yeah, right. own obituary. What would it say? Mm-hmm. That's a right. good exercise. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the exercise without yeah. being so morbid. Right. Of course, but I do want to look at it in that way. I don't want you to think in like, okay, am I doing this? 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 No, 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 no. No. We want to no. be thinking. Boom. So, with that in mind, I still think you have to think fairly broadly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because if you're if you're thinking specifics, then you're going to be spending your career trying to check boxes, which is the absolute wrong thing to do because the last thing you want to do is in the middle in, in your career beginning middle or end be thinking i need to be doing x specifically you want to be actually doing the work right you know the idea like when you finish and you know if you finish 40 years of teaching and somebody says man you know you taught this many students this many lessons you go that can't possibly be true you know, like that. You know, because right. you're just doing it all of the time. You do want to be focused on the actual work itself, not so much on the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you. looking back can be can be dangerous. Well, for me, it's dangerous. I want to think about that particular student that I didn't quite reach at the right time, or if I had known about how that student would react, I would have done things differently. It's a it's a look back full of regret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah, a, it's <clears throat> useful. But if you're, if you're at the very end, boy, that can be dangerous. If you still have time to correct things, maybe it's not. So well, and that's why we're talking about it now yeah. because most of our listeners and we're, we're all still very much actively in this. So yes. you're thinking, what are the things that you want to make sure you're doing now so that when you look back, you can say, okay, job well done. I accomplished some of these things that I really wanted to. I just watched last weekend Carl Enthe, who's one of our trombone professors. He's retiring this year. Yeah. Right. And he's literally the office next door to me. So mm-hmm. I, I like him. He, he's fantastic, you know, charming man. Uh, so his students, uh, without telling him, put together a little concert on the mm. Sunday after class is finished. Mm. And they, nice. you know, they send an email out saying, it's just a short little trombone choir thing. We just want to get together and play some trombone choir for him. That's just, what we want to do and you know they 
a lot of students came in, you know, visited out, but they played, it was only like a half an hour's worth of music. He, he did direct the trombone choir here, and one of the things he did very regularly was, you know, play quartets with his students and play, you know, large trombone choirs with his students. It was so charming. Like, you, you're talking about legacy. I looked at that and right. went, yeah. well, there it is. Right. You know, these students are like, hey, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's not over the top. We're not here. Like, he actually said, we're not here to put you up on a pedestal. We just wanted to play for you. He's nice. wanted to play some right. great music for it, you know. And I thought, wow, uh, he, he, uh, I think he's done it right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, right. Um, yeah. So how do you get there? That's the question, right? Yeah. Like when you, when you get to a point, you want to look back and know that the certain message was delivered, right? Like I want to look back and think, be able to believe, be able to think that, that perhaps my students turned out were, were I helped them become great musicians who happened to play the trumpet. There's an example. Yep, sure. Sure. So that keeps me mindful that I'm responsible to help develop them as comprehensive musicians who happen to play the trumpet. What if they're not? How responsible I, are you? Well, I, I'm not sure that's our job entirely because I do think all of us are going to have students that, by going through this process, decide they don't want to be musicians. Sure. So I... Yeah. I I want to think even maybe slightly broader going, did I help everybody walked in my door get to get the direction they wanted to go? Sure. Like, right? Yeah. I often use the term, it's the distance traveled, right? You're, you're not going to get everyone to, to a certain place, but you are going to advance them as a player and a person. Yeah. Right. And musician. And sometimes that's really easy and quantifiable. You have a student right. come in going, I really want to, like, I want to be a high school band director. It is my passion, and I love it so. And, you know, the first year, you know, they graduate, and they can go be a high school band director the next year. That's right. And, yeah. and so they're like, oh, I helped. That's really good. And that's, you're like, oh, good job. Check. Mm -hmm. But another student is thinking, you know, I really want to go and do something much more abstract and something that might take a little bit longer. And then they leave, and they wander, and they go, and, and they find their path, and they go do really cool and interesting things. Those are harder to quantify. They are. And we all have we all have other students who decide, wow, this has been great. I want to go be a lawyer. I had a student finish his uh, master's degree here in jazz studies. And in his second year, who was playing very well, um, said, yeah, I think it's going to be law school for me. I'm taking the LSATs. I got into William and Mary. Oh, wow. And, and I'm go. like, good school. Yeah, nice work. Go do that. He's a practicing right. attorney now. You know, like... Mm -hmm. So I don't count that as a failure. I count that as a oh, no. still, that's still counting as a win. No, because that's about the person more than it's about the trumpet player. Right. And that's, that's something to look back and realize that it was always more about the person than it was about the trumpet. Always. It's that's always about the, 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 the person. That's a beautiful and, point. And especially yeah. for us, you know, the three of us, we teach one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Right. So, you know, when you're running an ensemble, these are different. Or you're in a classroom situation, these can be different. You know, right. but for us, when you're talking one-on-one, -on -one, it's like, okay, with this person walking in right now, am I helping them go in that direction? Yeah. That's the entire um, gig. That's the gig. Yeah, and that's, that's again, might not be quantifiable. Might, quantifiable might not be able to ex assess that right at the end of the semester, but over due time you know that you played a part in getting that person to the right place i can't believe you gave me the word assessment by the way in that game you're welcome you know, no you're welcome that is my Especially least this time favorite of year. word in education i know but you had to say it well i mean you know, i had to say it you had, you to, had to say it, it but yeah. i got him to say it 
You didn't yeah. get what I'm saying. So yeah. here's one. Let's think about it this way, completely different direction. Uh, when they're no longer putting seven C's in cases, I'm going to look back. You're going to be very proud. Be, that may be your be greatest achievement. That might be the greatest achievement. Yeah. All the trouble we've started. Good trouble we've started over the seven C. Totally. That would be amazing. And if I can get people to actually believe that from low sharp to high G is the normal range of the trumpet. There you <laughs> go. That could be your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm doing it one at a time. Right. <laughs> yeah. No one's afraid of that I think, anymore. I, I think Brian may have been one of the first professionals. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm sure we've told this before. Like the first week we got together and you're like, all right, man, so what do you got going on here? And I tell him, and he calls me up a month later and plays a high G over the phone and said, you're right, this isn't that hard. And I'm like, <laughs> not when you're as good as hard. you are. So, <laughs> like, but even, you know, even like high-functioning professionals don't really believe that. So if I could get mm -hmm. that. That's true, yeah. That, that would be yeah. amazing. I'd, I'd like for people to know that articulation is more overrated than the Chicago Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just tying it all together there. Now we're getting somewhere. Just putting a bow on it. There it is. I would also like, and this is something that despite all evidence that actually exists in the world, people still fight all the time. It is absolutely possible to be at a highest level at more than one thing. Yeah, that, that like would that. be a thing for you, right? Because, yeah. right, that's what, you're, that's what you do and that's what you're teaching. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm teaching it. I'm living it. And I'm not the only one, but it is one of those things that is still sort of no, no, no. You really got to choose. You got to choose. You got to choose. No, you don't. Not if you're willing to do the work. You really don't. Right. right. Yeah, I agree. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. You can have it all if you're willing to do the work. Willing to do the work. Yeah. I like that. I like looking back and knowing that my students understand that their sound is the most important thing. <laughs> or that yeah. at least... It's great to be able to do all these other things, but if it doesn't sound great, no one will care. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's more prevalent than it used to be. Uh, I, I think a, a lot growing up was like, you know, you have to be technically proficient and then, you know, it's got to sound okay. I think that pendulum has swung, okay. you know right. what I mean? To say like, mm -hmm. it's got to sound great or nobody's yeah. really going to care. Nobody's and I, I do think that's more prevalent, which is good. Now, if we can just make sure that stays Mm -hmm. And so people stop settling on sound. Mm -hmm. But there is the high note neuralizer. Yeah. There's that. Still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That still that exists. That's still a sounds thing. Sounds like crap for six minutes, but there's, you know, a double B flat on the end, and then everyone forgets and applauds. And it's like, wow, double B flat. That was awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to look back and know that I gave enough free lessons. I'm feeling mm. pretty good about that one. Um, yep. The I number's first, pretty high here, too. The number's when, high. When I first got here, uh, the faculty, I kind of asked, what What do we do? And they were all like, well, you know, they're coming on here. You really need to charge them. And I said, well, okay, I'll do what everybody says. And then I found myself charging less than my colleagues. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, you're not charging enough here. I'm like, they're kids. They're just coming to check out the school. I'm right. like, really? Yeah. And, and then... I just sort of quietly went, uh, no, it'll be fine. No, it'll be fine. So you're coming here to visit. You want to come here and check in once. You want to come do this. That's going to be fine. Now, if, 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 if there were ever to be something that was more regular or systematic, then, then we have to work something out. Of course. But, but, uh, this but I'm, feeling, from, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. 
<laughs> I think I've got a good score here, too. This goes for me way back to Vince when I was in Kentucky, and Kevin said, go take a lesson from Vince. So I went, you know, and I had was ready to pay. And, uh, you know, the end of the lesson, and, and I said, what do I owe you? And he said, do you buy me a Coke sometime? Nice. I was like, what? But you're, yeah. but you're Vince DiMartino. Yeah. And then from then on, I knew, like, oh, no, I'm going to do this because I remember how that landed on me. Yep. You know? I- I did just have uh, one of Jeff Nelson's doctoral students, and she's she's great, and she's doing a lot of stuff. And she's like, "Hey, before her last recital, could I come by and play for you?" Sure, of course. And then a couple of weeks ago, she goes, "I really need to talk to you. Can I get a lesson?" I said, "Sure, of course." I open my door. Um, God, when did we get together? Was that Friday morning? She's holding a diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's she great. Knows, she's done some, she, she was like, "What do I?" I'm like, "No, we're not doing that." So she's right. like. <laughs> That was nice. We all take the Diet Coke. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think for anyone that's out there doing this, of course, you, you know, if you're at a point in your life where you really need the money and you're teaching because you need the money, that's great. But at some point in time, if you haven't tried it, give a free lesson. Just do it. E- even if you are teaching lessons for a living, right? And, yeah. and that should be, you know, you have a stable of students, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. You know, these are the people who come every week or you have it all set up. You know, if there's somebody that needs, hey, can I get together? Hey, could I do? Even then, give the free lesson. It's worth give it. Give the free lesson. It's it's yep. it's absolutely it's absolutely worth it. Because yeah. that's gonna that you're gonna pay that forward. That's gonna roll downhill. That's gonna work right. out pretty well for everybody. Yeah, I mean, how many that. times have we been at national trumpet competition or ITG, and somebody mm-hmm. says, hey, can can we just get together for a second? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I remember just hopping behind exhibits with a with a couple of people. Like, no, there's a quick little exercise. How about this? You're going to love this. This is a dead true story from this week. I'm out mm-hmm. uh, walking the dog, taking Mavis for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and around the corner from where I live is a woman named Janice Stockhouse. Janice Stockhouse was the longtime band director at Bloomington High School North. All Just right. literally like a legend there. She had a great uh-huh. program, great band director, great educator. Um, and she retired a couple of years ago. And this is how bad she is at being a retiree. They had some turnover, <laughs> and this year was back working part time for them because, like, uh, well, they needed somebody. They needed somebody to do some stuff, so I got to go. You know, I'm just helping. Someone, That's right. all I'm doing. So I, I walk past, and she comes running out of her front door. Joey, 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 Joey. I saw you walking by. Hey, can you come around back and meet a friend of mine? I'm like, yeah, sure. Just me and Mavis. So we walk around the back, and uh, she's got on her deck. She's grilling. They're making dinner, uh, and there's a couple there, and a man and woman. And she goes, this is my friend Mary, you know, the woman of the couple. Uh, she went to IU, played trumpet. And she has a trumpet, uh, she's having some trumpet problems. And uh, I saw you walking by, so I figured we could ask. He no longer has the sound. <laughs> and, and she <laughs> said, yeah, uh, listen, so you you teach trumpet. I said, yeah, I teach trumpet at IU. I've been here for 20 years. She goes, oh, great. Okay. So I had Invisalign. I'm like, and I just started laughing. <laughs> she's like, what? I said, I've been through this a lot. Let me guess. And uh, I said, it would be fine and then not okay. And now it's all kind of, are you done with Invisalign? She goes, yes, everything's where it's supposed to be. I said, right. So your teeth are now in different places, and they've been in different places every two weeks for the past nine months. She goes, right. <laughs> and, and I said, so now nothing works like it's, you feel like it's supposed to. Yeah. And I said, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a couple exercises. Give me your email address. So I pull on my phone, and I just I emailed myself her email address. I said, tomorrow morning I'll be in my office. I'm going to send you some instructions. I'm going to send you a couple little basic exercises. They're dead simple because all you got to do is rebuild the coordination. They'll be really, but it's going to rebuild it everywhere. And I'll right. give you a couple of things to walk you through. So I sent those. And today she sent me an email going, oh, thanks so much. Like this, this is like a good, like 
organized way mm-hmm. to go out. I'm feeling good. It's, I, I, taking through a couple of days, I really appreciate it. That's a free lesson. Yeah, and a recording yeah. of her playing a double C. Right, exactly. <laughs> three days, this is how, three days. This is how in, it's going? Bla- blaring double Cs. Uh, you know, beautiful. but I, you know, I'm a pretty much, I'm a fairly grumpy, you know, guy, as you guys can know. Like I can, <laughs> I, I can be that. Oh my gosh, you know. Oh God, you know. I, but you know, so I could easily have gone. Hey, I'm walking my dog here. Yeah, right, you, like, and, and that would I just can't com- imagine you that, ever saying that. But that wouldn't be completely unreasonable, right? right. No, other right. people would say that. Hey, I'm here. I'm walking my dog. Uh, my day is over. I'm just gonna, and you could right. do that. But don't I'm saying, you know don't, who I am? Don't do, don't do that. Don't do don't that. You know who I am? I love that. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. But that happened. Yeah, I can't. That ever happened see last. That happened over the past week. That's that's great. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Terrific. Yeah, I'll take this a step further. Thank you. You're welcome. Very well done. At some point in your career, be able to look back and know that you gave someone a trumpet. Or at, huh. least, part- or at least participated in something that got horns in the hands of I like kids it. who needed them. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great. That is good. And don't be afraid to ask for help with that. When I was still teaching public school, I had a student that was, you know, just great player didn't have a great horn yeah used one of my horns for a long time and i thought you know what i'm gonna do this so i went to the music store and said you know oh well don't don't you have a horn you know like it's not what's not for me this is what i'm up to uh the guy goes okay i i love this we're splitting it with you oh nice wow so ultimately i didn't have to pay for the whole thing because ultimately gave me a 50 percent discount that's a trumpet but you know, it's something to think about, right? We all eventually we get to this point in our life where we're comfortable enough, right? And this is the thing we do. Yeah. So it's a bit of a challenge. And it might yeah, be an old horn one. that that's a good one. An old horn that you don't use anymore, right? Is this you, let's is say, this you trying to get like my old recording? Let's say you have an old recording model <laughs> hanging around, you're not using. It. <laughs> you know, pay it forward. No, you know, pay it forward. You know, let's say let's say you, you know, had a whole room but, full of cornets. Um, in, you know, in in Jersey, for example, I do have a whole room full of cornets. <laughs> did you see that way his face lit up when he looked yeah. over there? <laughs> eyes turned to the right, <laughs> eyes light up. All, oh, he got all it's light a whole and bright. Stack of them. Uh, I'm still trying to buy some for me too. So, I, yeah. of course, yeah. But but uh, it's a bit of a challenge to say engage in something that gets horns in the hands of kids. Yeah, and you know, just yeah. want to be able to look back and know I did that. You know, we had. Years ago, I had a was a guy, a friend of the of the college. I think he used to teach adjunct here, and called and said, "Piccolo trumpet sitting right here. I'm not doing anything with it. I know you got majors. Who needs one?" Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Spectacular. Made a great connection with the person. Actually, was somebody who got a scholarship that was named after him, and we met for lunch, and he presented the, the Selmer Paris, mm. and it was an amazing thing. Nice. Yeah. It was really nice. cool. Well, I, I may be involved in that. I know this. We don't play these things out, but I got a text. Let's see, what time is it right now? About two hours ago, from uh, my former brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now we don't really, we haven't stayed in touch. I don't really right. know. I, you know, I've Snapchat, been Snapchat. You don't send memes. <laughs> we don't. But but guess what? <laughs> What's uh, his daughter is reaching middle school age. She oh, wants to play oh. trumpet. Oh, oh yeah. So he has actually reached out two hours ago saying. Hey, can you help me out? And what a better way to get revenge than to him. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, I I, I think we're going to get a give her a seven seat. That's a, very a, cool. A young woman up in the Chicago land area. So let's uh, if I could suggest not send her an old recording model. Oh, I already wrapped <laughs> it up and shipped it out. Is uh, that a problem? Uh, no, I knew this would happen. <laughs> I knew this would happen. Yeah. Look at the fancy horn my uncle Joey sent me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when it, how does that work? Like since. I mean, am I former Uncle Joey? Am I still uh, Uncle? Like, you're still, yeah. well, it depends on the relationship, right? I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I, once like, you're but, once you're Uncle Joey, you're always Uncle Joey. I would like to think that's true. Yeah, but I'm not. How could it I, not be true? Because well, I'm she's not your married. Because I'm not married to her aunt anymore. But she's. You still refer to her as your niece. Well, that's what I was wondering. Do I Wait, refer is, to her? This as isn't my niece? the once removed thing, is it? No, that's different. No, then you're still related. Like, I'm not sure oh. we're still related. Because he's not well, my brother-in-law not blood, anymore, right? Blood relative, but he's never a blood relative. He's a former former brother-in-law. Right. So if it's former brother-in-law, isn't that former niece? Yeah. That seems complicated. It does. I agree. My and I think that the, the trumpet changes the nature of the relationship. Then I think you can go back to being. <laughs> of course, it right. does. Exactly. Changes the I nature like that of the idea. relationship. Yeah. 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 Yes, and you're then, back in. And then seven years from now, then she has to come to IU. Yeah, I think your long-term recruitment strategy here is a model. It's a new paradigm. (laughs) (laughs) What you do is you just go find your former relative's kids and get them trumpets. Look, this is just a gesture. You know, I'm just handing you this. I'm going to give you a trumpet. First lesson's free. Uh, Now I got to go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Here's a hoodie to go with it. (laughs) There you go. Now you're talking. Okay, now I like this idea. This might work. Okay, this is good work. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more if you don't mind me throwing them at you. Go. You know, like I'm closer to the end, so I think I'm more thoughtful about this than you guys are. Much more. Yeah. Ha- always have been. Yeah. <laughs> what, closer to the end? Yes. Way closer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That being the best teacher, I'm going to look back and know that being the best teacher for someone might look different every day for that student. In other words, that mm-hmm. I was able to pivot and be what that student needed in that moment, in that lesson, at that time of their life. That's pretty good. Sometimes I'm a nice, yeah, nice guy. Sometimes so, I'm not a nice guy. I, I think I showed most. I think I put this up on social media in the first semester. I have two freshmen this year, and they got me the pink coffee mug that says "best, yes. oh, best grandma ever." Yes. Well, yes. In, in finals week, as they've both been dealing with a lot this year, they brought me another one because they know how much I drink coffee. Which is, yes. for those of you who don't know, never. Uh, I got a new coffee mug, which is now. World's greatest therapist. therapist. There it is. They're like, <laughs> we thought you'd need this. Mm. That is part of it, right? Again, it's not yeah, just about the trumpet; it's about it. the person. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta, you gotta be working on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a part, of a requirement of the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't want the. If my students turn out great, I don't want the accolades. Because if they don't, I really don't want the blame. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. This is my this is my mother's thing. Right? Yeah. Which when they said, Oh, your son's so great, so nice, and she was like, I didn't have anything to do with it. Because if he was terrible, <laughs> I wouldn't want the blame. I'm not taking that hit. Right. Yeah. But that's funny because I think as teachers we we actually we do both of these things poorly. When students do really, really well, we say, of course, they, they did all that work. They did when the work. When students don't get there, we sit there and go, what did I miss? What more could I have done? This like, is we, true we about don't, us. We don't take the credit, but we do take the blame. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Which is not I certainly not want to know how, why I didn't reach certain students exactly. Yeah. Right. And of course, as Danny de Blasio always says here, he says, you spend all of your time and energy worrying about the people you don't seem to be able to reach those one or two people mm. that you, that you can't, you can't save yeah. as it were. Um, and then the, the students who are doing great, they're doing great. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Short note on Denny. Did did you? See, oh, I don't know if you saw on social media last week. One of his students typed into ChatGPT, "Who is uh, Denny De Blasio?" Uh, and oh, it came no. out with a former trombone player that died five years ago, among other things. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he put he put it up. Oh, man, right, it, yeah. it was hysterical. <laughs> so right. yeah, the artificial intelligence uh, still has a has a has a ways to go there. It failed a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last one on my list is, and if you guys have anything to add, you can, but uh, I, I want to look back at like the, Brian knows about this because he was here when this started to happen for me. I quit yep. throwing students out of lessons if yep. I thought they weren't prepared. And then I just, just taught the crap out of the next hour, you know? Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's a thing that's important to me to look back at that. I'm so glad I made that change. It's more healthy for me to go, okay, no, I did my part in this. Like I did everything I could. I exhausted, right. All the possibilities here. So even though it's tempting. <laughs> yes. Joey, you, you, you've never done that, right? That's never been a thing for you. I don't. Yeah. I don't throw students out of lessons. Yeah. No. I had a, I had a student once who had a, who had a, they had a breakdown in a lesson. Mm. Um, like they got so angry, they kicked the stand over. Wow. And, uh, and I was like, so how about if you put down your horn and just go walk around for a little bit. And then when you can sit down and relax and then we can talk, you yeah. know, doors open, just breathe for a little bit, but you're throwing things in the office. That's probably not okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had a variety of different kind of breakdowns in this office, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there's a lot of, there have been a lot of, a lot of tears, but I, I haven't done that done that for years was it an iu saxophone professor who had a sign on the door said uh, put your instrument together and leave your case in the hall because if you haven't practiced i don't want to watch you pack up <laughs> i don't wow. know that i find that hysterical <laughs> that's really it's pretty like, good wow, that's yeah. yeah yeah well that's good yeah wow Everybody knows well i yeah i just i didn't do it much it was early on and i was like you know yeah look we're, we're, we're what do you expect me to do here if it's re really repeated you're gonna stop practicing you know yeah. And then I found that it was just better to make them stay. Yeah. Yeah. I have had students who've tried to get themselves thrown out of lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, at no, early no, tea time. You're yeah. you're staying. You're staying. We're we're doing this. We're gonna go yeah. through this again. We're gonna, and we're gonna work this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. You're I gonna remember, get your money's worth. I remember in North Texas days going to you know, a friend of mine, Ray, came out and he goes, Man, we were in we were in orchestra for like fifteen minutes and the conductor threw a tantrum. And threw us all out. We called rehearsal was over. Fifteen minutes of a hour and a half rehearsal, whatever wow. it was, and that's it. And stormed out, and everyone go home. We're done. You're not. You're not prepared. Or whatever. And I went to Keith, and I was like, "This just happened, like down the <laughs> hall." And he goes, "Ah, uh, he had an early tea time." <laughs> that's great. They're kids. That you got to scare them, and I'm out. <laughs> and I'm out. Wow, you are totally out. <laughs> All right, boys, time for no offense. Hey, look, like anything else, it's really good to take a look at the end of the process, even before you start the beginning. But since we're in it and been in it for a while, let's set some goals, make some big decisions, and then spend each day working toward those 
kind of being mindful of how we want this thing to go, what we want it to look like when we look back on it. If you haven't thought about your legacy as a teacher, you might want to spend a few minutes doing that. Yeah, it's definitely... Or people going to view you at the end. Yeah. Right, which is very much how people view you now. They're going to take that with yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> you know, this is what people are saying. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be suddenly a new thing they're going to say about you. Oh, your narrative. So... Yeah. Yes. What is the narrative oh, surrounding Brian? So kind and caring. You just <laughs> have, to, have to do it in a few words. Yeah. Loud, valves, <laughs> cornet. Ding, ding, Brian Appleby Weinberg. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is true. Like, I, I, I know that I have a, you know, a, a deserved reputation for actually practicing. I, I saw our bassoon teacher this week and she said, so you're here every morning? <laughs> yeah, because I was walking by your office the other day and I heard like kind of intricate technical things going on in there. It sounded like piccolo trumpet. I said, yeah, that's probably about right. I said, yeah, I, you're you know, like, I told oh, her, about I, what time? Yeah, I, I go, you know, I said, so you're here around eight, you know, so I uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm in every morning. Like, you know, that's part of how I practice. And she's like, wow. Wow. Huh. You know, I yeah. like <laughs> genuinely flummoxed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'll be a thing, right? Totally. I mean, it, stuff lives on, man. People notice. Yep. Especially as consistent as you are about it. And the fact that you do it there at work every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, that leaves That's an part of it. That's definitely part of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Hey, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and look way ahead so you can look back in peace. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.